Happy Birthday, Mr. President is a production of Big Four Enterprises, copyright 2020. I'm your host, Jeff Myers. And I'm your co-host, Carissa Slate. Our creative director is Shelby Myers, and our senior writer is Evan Myers. This is Happy Happy Birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. Well, hey, Carissa. Hey. This is a very special episode of Happy Birthday, Mr. President, because we've got with us today, uh, live via satellite in (laughs) Indianapolis, is our creative director, Shelby Myers. Hey. Hey. Hey, Shelby. And our senior writer all the way over in New Albany, Indiana, Evan Myers. Say hey. All the way over in New Albany. Yeah. Ten miles away. Ten miles away. But, <laughs> yep, through the magic of technology and uh, and cell phone technology, we're, we're all here today. Uh, today's the 211th birthday of Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president of the United States. He was born on February 12, 1809. In Hodgenville, Kentucky. Yes, he was in a log cabin. The log, yes, log. And um, do you remember we camped down in I do Hodgenville, that. Kentucky? Evan- Correct. And I remember that if I'm if I'm remembering the same day correctly, uh, they had a either a replica or a uh, something similar to the log cabin and like some sort of display case at a museum area there. And uh, you got to kind of see what the inside of the log cabin looked like. It was very rudimentary. Yeah, well, he he was from very uh, humble beginnings because yeah, he was born in a log cabin and um, he he moved with his family. So he was born in Kentucky and his family moved to Indiana. He lived in Indiana for a while and he moved to Illinois. That's right. Yeah, and uh, so as a boy, um, you know, he never he never really had like a formal education. No, he didn't. But he loved books. He loved. He mm-hmm. he tried to read every, anything he could get his hand on, hands on, and um, just the one hand. Just, just the one hand. What did he do with the other hand? You, know, you say that just the one hand. Uh, I remember reading. I, you know, I minored in history in college, and we read about uh, uh, the presidents growing up and kind of quirks about their childhood. And one of the things I remember reading about Lincoln was that he indeed would read hands. He would, he would read hands. He would read a book with one hand while plowing a field with the other, and uh, he, he, he would just be reading the Bible or, or, or studying law or something as he, while he was working out in the fields. He was a voracious reader. Yeah, and he would, and voracious. I think with, with, with even that other hand, he would split uh, wood, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was. fires with his feet. And, he, uh, yeah. he was a wrestler, too. He used to he used to uh, challenge people to uh, wrestling, and uh, f- there was a there was an occasion that he uh, he challenged a guy uh, to a fight in his uh, town of uh, New Salem, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Because Jack Armstrong. Jack Armstrong, because this guy was like part of a gang, and they were terrorizing people. So Abraham Lincoln said, "Hey, come on over here, Jack, and we're gonna we're gonna duke it out." So That's right. he was a fighter. So Abraham Lincoln was a. Uh, this is, this is a subject matter expertise of mine, being a, being a wrestler myself. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was probably one of the most famous wrestling presidents. Uh, he, was, he's a, he was inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in 1992. Uh, and he was known as being probably uh, one of the toughest wrestlers in, his, in the Midwest at that time. And in that bout that you're referring to against the bully Jack Armstrong, uh, despite the fact that uh, 
Lincoln was kind of smaller, he, he definitely got So we're talking the 1830s, and, and you said the Midwest. 1830s? <laughs> the Midwest went out to, like, the Mississippi River, Evan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I suppose you're right. Well, he, he also worked on, uh, when, when he got older as a teenager, uh, he started working on some boats. Uh, he wanted to go down to New Orleans. And he, did you know that he, is, he got a patent... Uh, for a device that moved boats over what are called shoals. And yes, he's, he's the only president with a patent. Only president mm-hmm. with a patent. It, it was like wow. steamboats. It would if they got stuck up on shore or yeah. in an area of shallow water. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, wild. he uh, he did have an eye for the ladies, mm-hmm. and there was there was this one gal. Uh, her, her name was Mary Owens, and she was from New Salem, Illinois, mm-hmm. and. Um, she wasn't so much interested in him. It was kind of like a casual thing. And he didn't see her for three years. And, and, and three years later, he, he saw her again. And she was a little bit heftier. And she was missing some teeth. And, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, so he, he kind of moved on. He moved on from that, huh? So he moved on to Mary Todd. Lincoln. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mary Todd was uh, from Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I've driven by her home there. And they got married on November 4th, 1842 in Springfield, Illinois, uh, when he was 33 years old. Mm-hmm. They went on to have four kids. That is interesting. He was an older dad. He was an older dad. And um, of their children, they lost uh, three of them oh. before they you know, were very old. Uh, Robert Todd Lincoln was their oldest. Mm-hmm. He actually lived till 1926. Okay. And he was the one, uh, we've talked before, <clears throat> so not only did he experience he, his father's yes. assassination, but he experienced McKinley's assassination, Garfield's assassination, then McKinley's, mm-hmm. and uh, if he had been around, he might have been there for Kennedy's yeah. assassination. Yeah, very well could have been. Uh, but they had a little boy, Edward Baker, and Edward died of tuberculosis when he was four years old. Oh. Yeah. Way more common back then than... Uh, than, than a lot of people realize. Like, it's very, very common for people to just die of tuberculosis. Yeah. Uh, super, super tragic thing in the, in the 1860s, or, you know, really just throughout, throughout the 19th century. Yeah, the, the kids died young. Well, Willie was their third boy. He died of typhoid fever at the age of 12. Oh, gosh. So, and then uh, Tad, their oldest, or I'm sorry, it would be their youngest, mm-hmm. Uh, Tad actually died in 1871 uh, after his dad had been assassinated, and he died of a heart ailment, and he was 18 years old. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was very, very sad. But, yeah, Mary Todd, she was a strange bird because um, I guess she used to – she spent money, like, extravagantly, and Abe would get on her. You know, he'd, mm-hmm. he would chastise her and – and she was, uh, her half-sister was married to a Confederate officer. Oh, really? Yeah, who actually died in the war, and they uh, invited her to the White House. And they got a lot of criticism for that because, you know, hey, we're fighting them, and you're inviting the enemy into the White House. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was after Abe died that uh, Robert Todd actually had her committed to an insane asylum. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so she was, she was nuts. She was nuts. But, I feel like you never hear about that. No, well, no. Mary Todd, yeah, she was, she was something else. Um, uh, 
Well, you know, every, we, Abraham Lincoln no is one of these presidents where we know so much about him, and you know, they called him Honest Abe, and I mean, that's that's kind of the way he lived his life, and um, he did get offered a position to be the governor of the Oregon Territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, he declined it. Probably because Mary Todd didn't want to move out yeah, to Oregon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> also, do you know he hated being called Abe? He did. He did. He preferred to go by Lincoln. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really <gasps> interesting. Yeah. Just the one name, like Madonna, right? Yeah, yeah. Just Lincoln. Just Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cool. I think a lot of things that uh, people overlook, too. One thing I was reading about uh, uh, earlier about Lincoln was that he had a remarkable sense of humor. Uh, I recently on the Reagan episode, uh, we discussed how President Reagan had a very you know affable personality, a very friendly and kind of jokester demeanor about him, right? And the uh, same thing with with Lincoln. I remember uh, in one of the debates with Stephen Douglas, uh, it was written as that Stephen Douglas accused Abraham Lincoln of being two faced. And have you seen pictures of Lincoln, Carissa, Shelby? I have. No, uh, oh, yeah. He's not a good-looking guy. No. no. He's a pretty homely-looking dude. He's gangly. Uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a string bean. He had, a, he had some sort of a disease to, because... His response to Stephen Douglas when he said, you're two-faced, what he allegedly responded with was, if I had two faces... Do you really think I would choose to wear this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, he he uh, he had run for office, many different kinds of offices, uh, state legislature. He was elected to Congress in 1846 and served uh, a few terms, but it was the election of 1860 when he ran for president. And there was an 11-year-old girl, her name was Grace Bedell, and she wrote Lincoln a letter and, and she said to him, she says, you need to let your whiskers grow because your face is so thin. So that's, Evan, what you're just saying, oh. that, that thin face. Yeah. Well, his thin face, they also, um, they used to have to force him to eat. Because when he was in <laughs> office, he would he would get very stressed out and he wouldn't uh, eat. And so they would try to bribe him with these fancy meals and would constantly be asking him, what would you like for dinner? Just to try to get him to eat because he wasn't a big eater. Yeah. I feel like so when I get stressed out. out, I feel like when I get stressed out, it's the complete opposite. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop eating. I know. <laughs> what? Shelby, don't ever run for president. You might balloon, balloon up. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get so stressed out, you'll eat everything. Well, Lincoln did get elected in the election of 1860, and he became the 16th president of the United States when he was 51 years old. And uh, we already know he was the tallest president. Mm-hmm. He was six foot, six feet four, and uh, he was also the first president that was born outside the original 13 colonies. Oh, really? How about that? Yeah. And so he was he was en route to Washington uh, to be inaugur for the inauguration for his first term. And he got the word that seven states had seceded from the Union. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, it, it was uh, 11 states that did secede. And um, there were threats of assassination uh, since before the election. So um, he, he, when he got to Baltimore, the Secret Service, or it was the Pinkerton Detective Agency, uh, you know, took him... Uh, to the White House, you know, and, and really, you know, they, they provided him with a good level of security. Uh, he was inaugurated on March 4th of 1861, and it was just a month later that the attack at Fort Sumter uh, started the Civil War. And, That's 
uh, yeah, so we know a lot about the Civil War and, uh, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation when he had declared that slaves in the rebelling territories would be free as of January 1st of 1863. And uh, he said about the Gettysburg Address, uh, people with little note nor long remember this speech, but it turned out to be one of his uh, most famous ones. Probably the most famous State of the Union address ever given. Not State of the Union, but it's presidential. Just just presidential, yeah, correct, yeah. Not State of the Union. State of the Union was kind of broken, wasn't it? (laughs) It was, very, very broken. Well, the election of 1864 came around, and uh, if you'll remember, his vice presidential candidate, uh, he, he named Andrew Johnson, who was a Democrat from Tennessee, and uh, he defeated George McClellan, who actually had been one of his generals. And uh, early in the Civil War, Andrew or uh, Abraham Lincoln fired all kinds of generals, and the, you know they were just not doing things. Grant was in the West uh, during the Civil War, and he was kind of on his own and uh, and winning victories. But none of the generals in the East were winning, so he he would fire them. But um, it was also that election of 1864 that uh, they uh, implemented absentee voting. Oh, really? For soldiers that were fighting. Hmm. And do you remember Andy Johnson's inauguration speech? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk, right? He was drunk. <laughs> the day Abraham Lincoln became yes. president. Yes. We've got a recording of that. He usually Somewhere. only got to become president once, too. So that's, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, you, Dad, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Grant being the uh, one of the few competent generals in the Union Army, and how uh, with the failing Union generals, many of them disliked Grant, and even said to Lincoln, it's "Like you should fire him. He drinks too much." Saying that about Grant, he drinks too much whiskey. <laughs> and Lincoln, with his famous sense of humor, said, "Well, I'd like to figure out what kind of whiskey that." Grant drink so that I can buy the rest of my generals a barrel of it. Send it to all my generals. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Well, during his uh, second term, too, was the the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery. That was obviously uh, something that he was very well known for. And uh, Lee surrendered to Grant on April 9th, 1865. So that was the end of the Civil War. And what's significant about that date, it was just about a week later that uh, uh, that Mary Todd and Abraham wanted to celebrate the end of the war. So they said, hey, let's go to see this play at Ford's Theater called Our American Cousin. Mm-hmm. So, Shelby, are you familiar with Our American Cousin? Uh, not personally, <laughs> No. But, but you're an actress, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you could kind of uh, see that that would be a very enter- kind of entertaining thing to do. Yeah, and, it was uh, probably a melodrama. Actually, it was a comedy. It was a really? comedy. Yes, because uh, John Wilkes Booth, of course, the, he was a famous actor, and he had access to Ford's Theater, and he knew the play very well, and he knew uh, the timing of a big laugh during the play is when he would take his fatal shot, and that's exactly wow. what he did. Wow. Yeah. The just how famous John Willis Booth was not something that I was really aware of until uh, uh, we went. Dad, do you remember going to the museum? Yes. With us, uh, yes. When we went to Maryland while I was stationed in uh, 
Fort Meade, Maryland for a little while when I was in the Army, and we went to go visit the, the museum in Washington, D.C., and it had a bunch of famous newspaper articles. And one of the newspaper articles that we, we saw there in the museum that day was uh, the story, you know, the headline about John Wilkes Booth assassinating Abraham Lincoln. And uh, putting it into context, the curators of the museum explained to us just how famous John Wilkes Booth was as an actor down then. They said the best comparison, it's obviously not a perfect comparison, but the best comparison we can give is that he was about as famous as George Clooney is today. That's pretty famous. So, yeah. Yeah. So to just imagine... I wonder if I wonder if John Wilkes Booth had his own line of tequila that he sold to uh, <laughs> uh, made a billion dollars. So, so George but, Clooney assassinating. I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, absolutely bonkers. Well, uh, Lincoln did have a dream a few days before his assassination that uh, he dreamed that someone had died in the White House, and in this dream, he walked through. The, he heard crying, and he walked through the White House, and he went to the East Room, and he asked someone in this dream who. Uh, who's died, and uh, the the person responded, the, the president has been assassinated. And that happened just a few days before he was oh actually assassinated. Oh, so, Talk about a premonition. Maybe he, maybe he had a bit of a premonition. Yeah. So. Well, John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln uh, on April 15th, 1865, uh, which is when he died, and he was 56 years old mm -hmm. when he died. Uh, I think of that as a very young man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's buried in Springfield, Illinois, along with Mary Todd and their sons, Edward, Willie, and Tad. And uh, there's just so many things about Lincoln. I mean, he's on our money, mm -hmm. the $5 bill, he's on the penny, the Lincoln Memorial. He is probably one of the greatest presidents of all time. And um, so, well, it is on this occasion of Abraham Lincoln's 211th birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. President. Well, thank you for listening, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode as we celebrate the birthday of yet another President of the United States. And special thanks to our guests, Shelby Myers and Evan Myers. Thanks for joining us.